continuing with Perak Chaf in Gvur Hashem. V'karon lo v'yachal lechem. So uh, they called him, and uh, and uh, he he ate bread. Mash he is kirkan v'yachal lechem. What is the Torah? It's a a play-by-play breakdown. You know, they the, they ate some bread, and they also they also uh, you know had a banana and uh, took a little shluf on the on the, on the recliner chair. Why is it significant for us to know that they ate bread? So it means the discussion here is it's it's a conversation about shidduch. So um, you know when the time comes for shidduchim, right? So you sit down with a potential chosen, put some bread in front of him. That's that signifies the the topic of a conversation because bread is the woman. Uperik chelik amru kikosov sheomar karan lo v'yachal lechem bezeramos lachah kikosov shebishvil zehayarui lihios dovb Israel. The fact that Yisro gave Moshe Rabbeinu the bread, that made him fit to join the Jewish people. So this is what it says over there. Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Now we have in front of us Mishum Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi ben Kasma. Right? Otherwise it's weird. Amar Rabbi Yochanan ben Kasma. That's not, that, that was not Rabbi Yochanan's name. So it's Rabbi Yochanan speaking in the name of Rabbi Yossi. Ben Kasma, Gudola Legima, great is eating. Sheharchika, Shtemish Pachas Mistral, that on the one hand, it's a big deal, don't think it's a small thing about being hospitable and giving food to people. That on the one hand, two families that were close, they were relatives, and therefore should have had the most natural pathway to connecting to Klausrel were actually distanced away, like we said last time, that that was the Ammonites and the Amorites, sorry, the, the Ammon and, and Moab, and Moab, thank you, and Moab, and Moabites, right, so they are both descended from Lot, they should have been very close, we've spoken about it, I'm sure, in the past, we've spoken about the fact that that the mothers of Mashiach are the Rus Hamovia and Nama Hamonia, right? So that's the extent to which these nations should have been close to Klausrel, is that ultimately, even even though there is this issue, but there will have to be a certain level of their participation. They are necessary for the bringing of Mashiach. For the Davidic line, so Lachayrad, you would have thought that their converts should be the the most natural converts, and yet the bread, the eating, actually was a distancing. Like the pasuk says, "Al davar asher lo kadmu eschem The fact that they didn't bring, they didn't greet you 
with bread ubemaim. The Rabbi Yochanan did the Amar, and there is a Rabbi Yochanan Lashitoso. The he said, Marhekes esakrovi, me distances those that are close, umikareves asarachokim, and brings those that are far closer. Shenemar, Karan, Lovayachalachem, umishrishkinoso al nevie bal, and not only that, but it even causes, giving someone to eat, causes a person who even though he is a, generally speaking, a prophet of Baal, means a false prophet, who does not have, like the Derek Hashem explains, that they didn't have um, actual prophecy, they would have, um, they would have, they would tap into Koho Satuma, but, but every once in a while, so here, you see that because he gave him bread, Vayi Haim Yoshim Al Shulchan, they were sitting there eating, and all of a sudden, this Novi of Baal had a prophecy. This is talking about when um, in Malachim that the true, a true prophet was told to go deliver a message and then to come right back, and that he wasn't gonna, he wasn't allowed to stay there. And then the false prophet tricked him. And so then the false prophet gives him a true prophecy. He says, because you've done this, and you've gone to eat here, so you're going to be killed, basically. You're going to be eaten by a lion. That's what happens over there. So the point is, you see a false prophet actually having a connection to real prophecy and delivering a real prophecy. Umalemus ein min mimicha. And micha who made a terrible idol that was a major source of pain for Klausrel. Um, but because he used to greet people with bread, so he wasn't punished for it. That's, you look in Mishpatim, oh, sorry, Shoftim, Perik Yudzain. That's the story over there. Okay. So what's going on over here? What it's so such a big deal to give bread to someone? These are wondrous matters. Hashem is the essential part of everything. Meaning the expression. If, of someone who is koifer be'ikr. That's, that's an expression used for a person who is a denier of Hashem. Yeah? But what, what kind of an expression is that koifer be'ikr? You say koifer in Hashem or uh, uh, a non-believer, a min, right? What is this expression koifer be'ikr? So, Uh, the morale here says, Bavur, Shemeno Hakol, that from Hashem comes everything else. Kemoshim in the Iker, Nimtzakol. Good opportunity to take a tangent over here. The, the Rambam in the end of 
his discussion of the Yud Gimel Ikrim in Perak So he says, after he lists all the Yud Gimel Ikrim, he says, and these are the the people, anyone that doesn't believe in all this, these are the people that are called Epikorsim, Koifrim Be'ikr, Umekatsas Benetius. Right? And these are, these are all expressions that are used, these are all expressions that are used for people that don't have a chalik in Olam Abba. But obviously, these are different parts, and he says which ones which type of person is called what? So just so we're going to see over here at least a little bit of a definition of kaifer beikir. Kaifer beikir is a person who refuses to acknowledge Hashem's connection, essential connection to everything that exists down here. There's three in the Yud Gimelikrim. It breaks down into three parts. There's 13 of them, which, let's put one of them to the side, one of them is the fact that Hashem is, that, that, that there's Hashem, so then there's 12 left, and as we learned on Lagba Omer, anybody listen to Lagba Omer share? No? Okay. Well, we spoke about it, that the unity of something, the Echad of something, is comprised of 12 and 1. So 12 is all the different facets that a, rect- that a cube has. And 1 is the one that, uni- that unites all those 12 aspects. Right? We've spoken about this concept. 12 Shvotim, being unified by Yaakov, you know. Okay. So those 12 then, the 12 Ikrim that remain, are break down into three fundamental parts. One part is... And each one has four to it, right? So it's four about the existence of Hashem, four about the truth of the Torah, and four about Scharva Onish. Okay? So anyone who denies one of those fundamental components, either basically about the existence of God, or the fact that man has a reality of that what we do matters and that there's a yesh din, v'yesh dayan, and there's reward and punishment for everything that we do. And the thing that connects Hashem to us, and that's the Torah, so those are the three parts. So a person who, who denies that in any way, is uh, so he breaks that connection of existence, so over here, one of those fundamental ones is Kaifer Be'ikr. I'm just telling you a place where, where the Rambam says it. So Kaifer Be'ikr is a person who denies the Hashgacha of Hashem, who denies the fact that what happens to us down here is a result of, of Hashem's involvement. Yeah? So... That's what it means, Hashem is the Iker. Iker means he's the Iker of everything that happens down here, of everything that exists down here. The heart and soul of it all is Hashem, which is like an Iker 
means the the trunk. So just like from the trunk, all the branches come from the trunk, right? who By the way, I should say Iker is a machlekes. It's a machlekes we show them those of us that learned. Uh, Learn Ketzam of Archen together. So Machleik is Rishonim if, if Iker means the roots or the trunk. But for our purposes, it doesn't make such a big difference over here. If the root or the trunk, the point is the source from everything that from it all, everything comes out. Ukemosha Iker who Mefarnes Akol Kachashem is Borach Mefarnes Esanim Soim Kulum. So you have the root, then you have the trunk, and then it goes out to the branches. Vitamid me shehu karov el gufa ilan mimeno bo haparnosa el acher. So the more essential you are, the closer you are to the root, to the place where all sustenance comes. So the more you sustain other people, right? So I mean, if you're on the a tiny little twig and the tippity edge on the very 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 far away after a hundred splinters a splitter you know as a branch goes it splits and splits and splits and subdivides and if you're all the way at the very end over there so you, then you're not going to be farting as anyone you're not going to be feeding anybody you're a recipient right whereas if you're let's say one of the main branches coming off of the trunk that means you're close to the root. So that means that you're going to be providing parnasa for this whole segment of the tree. Of all, all these branches, all these leaves, it's all going to be having parnasa from you. So... So that means if I am giving other people to eat, it means I am to a certain extent close to Hashem. I'm becoming now. Now we tend to think of a tree is position of different parts of the, let's say, different cells of the tree as being stationary. Meaning this cell will is it in is it towards the trunk or is it towards the very edge of the branches, right? So, wherever you are, that's where you are. But in spirituality, it doesn't work that way. In spirituality, is you can actually relocate yourself, right? So, it means if you decide to be someone that I want to, I may furnish other people, I give to other people, right? So, then, that means that you're making yourself into a conduit for the bracha to flow through you. Making yourself a Closer to Hashem in that regard, you're becoming a uh, a major pipeline for the bracha of Hashem to come into the world.
Robert, why does he have to go with Icker here? Why can't he just go all Tshuva 101 and say, Hashem created the world in order to give, therefore giving is the best way to become close to Hashem. Therefore, by feeding people, you're close to Hashem. What's this Icker? I, I guess I'm just missing the nuance. Maybe other people are following, but it just seems like unnecessarily complex to me, so I feel like I'm missing something. Well, I think I think the um, I think the point that we would we would not notice is what, how the food specifically finds a central location. Meaning, if uh, if I'm if you just talk about Hashem created everything, he's, he he did he did all these very nice things for everyone. So you say, okay, wonderful. You know, I deliver a bouquet of flowers to, you know, every family I know, Erev Shabbos. That's a beautiful thing. That's an act of Gmilus Chasadim, right? Good. That's, and, and it, indeed it is. And, in the, and to a certain extent, then you're similar to Hashem, right? But over here, we have Rabbi Yochanan telling us, Gdola Legima. Right, that specifically eating, specifically feeding other people is a is is a big deal. Uniquely standing out above everything else. Why is that? Right. So he's so he's showing you because the answer is that Hashem specifically, in addition to doing everything, but Hashem provides parnosa for everything, right, for everyone. And so if you're becoming, I mean, the, the main, he discusses this topic at length in Nesiv Gmilus Chasadim. And Nesiv, or is it Nesiv Tzedakah, or both, I have to see. Um... The two of them kind of have an overlap, obviously. Um, but, so the point is that if you imagine that there's a flow of life coming into our world, that everything that exists is exists because it's receiving Parnasa from Hashem, and so a person becomes someone who is a conduit for that. He's taking care of other people's Achila, so then he's becoming closer to Hashem. That's 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 what we're trying to say. Does that make sense, Ezra? Okay. The huadin kasher hifech ze who merchok mina iker. So then, if you, on the contrary, if someone needs food and you deny them food, so then what you're saying is, listen, I am someone who's very far from Hashem. I'm someone who um, cannot provide others with parnosa. Ulefikach hirchika halagima as amon v'moav shenemar al davar asher lo kadmu as chem v'gomer. So they didn't bring you the, they didn't uh, welcome you with bread and water. So that's why they now define themselves as being people who are very far away from Hashem, so they're not going to become Geirim, they're not going to be accepted into Geirus. Vikarvu, 
v'karvo es Yisro, and on the other hand, it brought Yisro closer. Sheya Yisro karov ela iker b'shulishanosam lachmo laacher. He fed another person lekacher ui lekarev v'hevenze. Yeah. By the way, um, it looks like he's not going to come back to it, so I just want to say one quick word about the fact that the Maral himself said, before he before he brought this Gemara in Sanhedrin, he said that he's talking about an Isha, that this is the conversation of Shaduchim. Um, so that's mentioned all over the place, right? He, um, Rashi brings that when Yosef says to Aishas Potiphar that... Um, how can I do this to my master? He didn't withhold from me anything except for his bread. Right? So Rashi in the spot says the bread means the wife. And uh, Marlon in a number of places explains that the reason why that is is because just like a person, you walk around, you have a empty hole in your stomach. Right? You're walking around chaser, lacking. You have, you have a gap in, inside you, and then you eat the lechem, and you get satiated, and lechem is what satiates a person, right? Um, lechem, by the way, the word lechem, also something we learned in the uh, case of Varchem, we were learning it, uh, Dan, you remember that? Lechem doesn't necessarily mean pass, right? Lechem um, can mean a variety of things. Uh, it, it, it is that which satiates a person. That's lechem. Right? For, we, we use the Pasuk, um, No sin lechem l'chol basar, ki l'olam chazdo. Right? Shem gives lechem l'chol basar to all, all, all flesh, all animals, every uh, birds. Right? So, so They're not all being given bread, right, five grains that have been ground up and kneaded with water and, uh, and baked, right, that, that's not the criteria of life. So lechem means that which satiates you, that which, that which gives uh, a person lives on. Lo lechem levad, right, not only on bread by itself does a person live, but means a person or beings live on bread, that's, that's is what you live on. It's also on the Dvar Hashem. I say by Karbanos we say, uh, Hashem says lachmi. Lachmi, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. The old Kamavakamarais, right? So, so Lechem means that this is what's Mashlam a person. So that's, that's an Isha. Right? A person who uh, is unmarried, he doesn't, he doesn't have that completion. So, that's, um, that's why the Maral over here says is the one Ponim. And of course, on a, on a different level, ever. Person constantly needs the parnosa from Hashem to to exist to live. That's um, like the Nevesh Chaim says that Chazal uh, tell us we daven this every morning. Right. So Hashem is constantly rejuvenating, constantly infusing life and existence into everything. That's that's the parnosa. Okay. Now, not only that, not only does it bring those that are far to to from Kalasot to being close, 
but it even causes the Hashros Shechina on a false prophet. Kihu Karov al Hashem. This brings him close to Hashem. So you want to become close to Hashem? Mefarnay somebody, get closer to Hashem. Umalemes Ein Mina Rishayim, and it causes that Micha was able to continue doing his evil, and there wasn't a judgment against him because he was feeding people. Kim Hashefa Shemashpia Lotimsa Rak Brocha. Since he is involved in being mashpia, so he's made himself a conduit, a pipe, that through him blessing is flowing. Since was he's giving to other people his blessing, his parnasa, so that's what he's getting. That's what's flowing through him, so that's what he has. So that causes that the, the, the din doesn't see it because the person is surrounded by bracha. Vishgagaso Ola Zadun, and if a person messes up with providing people with bread, that's actually that's considered like a willful transgression. That's what the Gemara there says. It's such a big deal. I mean, there's certain things that you're not allowed to be to mess up in, right? If you're if you're um, playing checkers with uh, with someone, so okay, so a big deal. You didn't look, you didn't pay attention. If you're performing brain surgery, you say, "Oh man, I, I'm really sorry. I took the wrong. Uh, I I didn't realize I took the wrong size scalpel. You know, I, I cut cut into the." cut into the brain with the wrong size scalpel, right? It was totally excellent. I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention, right? <laughs> no, that's not going to go over very well, right? There's very, very high level of expectation of double-checking and triple-checking everything because we understand that this is a very serious procedure happening here. So to over here, where you're providing a person with parnosa giving them life, so there's no room for accidents. And that's, by the way, the, one of the reasons why by Talmidei Chachamim, even Shgagasam Nasu Kizdonus, right? They do something by accident, they mess up, they did an Avera by accident. So it's like a Zadon. Why? Because Talmud Chacham understands that everything in spirituality is super duper important. It's, right? it's, uber, it's uber important. So it's such a big deal, it's such an unbelievable thing, and, and you messed up with it. What are you thinking over here? You, you you know this is brain surgery. Meaning a regular person thinks, okay, you know, um, certain things. Yes, I, I get it. You know, um, blow, blowing shofar in Rosh Hashanah. I understand. That's very that that's pre- that's pretty key, right? But okay, well, you know, what's the big deal? Putting on your tefillin, you put them on here. You put them on there. You uh, uh, goof naki. Okay, you're supposed to try, but whatever. Yeah. 
etc. But a Talmud Chacham understands that this is, uh, this is, this is brain surgery. Okay, ve'od yesh lachalodas. Ki ha'achilam shenitan le'acher hi ma'ila elokis. So this is a divine thing to give food to someone else to eat. Lefi shenisinas ha'achila ve'hashtia shehu hashpo le'acherim so it means, the, step number one, um, I think he's assuming the step that when you talk about giving, and as I think this will help you also with your question earlier, yeah, when you talk about giving, um, I really like learning these things with computer programmers, because they, they get the point, right? I'm sorry, Ezra, it's not, uh, nothing personal. You can, you can also learn computer programming. But, uh, what's that? I know how to code. Oh. Not, you know, like Ari Burian, but, you know, a little bit decently. Okay, what, okay, for wonderful. So we have three coders, we have three people. We have Dan Gurn on the call, so don't make me the expert. Right, okay, great. Sorry, not like Ari and Dan, but, uh, okay. not 10% of them, but I can at least... Okay, great. Okay, wonderful. So, so in code, right? So, so there, everything has to be black and white. It's, it's when you're programming, there's no, there's no uh, what's called das balabat. Like, okay, you, you get what I'm saying? When it's this and it walks like a duck and it smells like a duck, so it's a duck. No, no, no. You have to tell me what's the equation that's going to tell me this, right? So, when you talk about providing for someone, when you talk, so what you're talking about is that someone has a lack. And that lack is being filled, right? And the most fundamental, the most definitional level of that, a lack that everyone always has and is always being filled, is what? Is parnasa, is food, right? As, as everyone, the, everything that's alive is in the constant need of being provided with more and more energy, right? And, and that's an unbelievable thing. Meaning the way that Hashem built the world is that any organism, anything that has any life, is in need of maintenance, of, 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 of receiving, right? Of receiving, and, and, and really, it's receiving life is what it's receiving, right? So that's, so if you had to write a, a, a program, a code, for what it means to be a mashpia, what it means to be a giver, so you would say, in, in the most basic way, is that you're providing that which is lacking to the person, and the, and that which is lacking to everything is food, is 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 uh, is life, right? That's that's what everything is in constant need of being provided. So now, it turns out that that giving someone food is the, is a definitional aspect of being a mashpia, right? So and, and why is it significant to be mashpia? Because that's what that's what it means to be a nivdal. A nivdal means a transcendent being, a being which is which is lofty, elevated, divine to a certain level, right? So ki hanivdal nosein vehageshem hu mekabel. So mashpia mekabel, right? Is is 
we're we're getting to the root of what it means, and this is maybe you know touching, like I said, and what Ezra was asking, right? This is I want to be like Hashem. Hashem is a giver, so I'm a giver. But the, but, but if you want to know why specifically by food, because that's where that's where it's definitional, yeah. But yeah, so it, it, it's exactly right. Meaning, the more of a taker something is, it's a bottom line. The the, the lowest level, the lowest level, is the Gemara and Gitna says, "Yeshli Bria Kala," the a least significant creature Hashem says that I have. What's the least significant creature Hashem has? Anybody? It eats, but it doesn't excrete. Which is a itush, a mosquito. And that's and he's uh, Titus Harasha, that he was challenging Hashem to a to a one-on-one. So Hashem says to him, "Yeshli briyakala, shenichnas ve'ena yotza." I have the most insignificant thing, something that tastes and doesn't give. Right, meaning it's, it's the ultimate parasite is that not only the feed off of other things, right, but there's nothing else that even can feed off of it. Means something else that at least it excretes, and then the yeah the, the worms get to eat it or something, right? <laughs> meaning there's still something yet one level below it, but this thing it doesn't excrete. It's a briacala. It's 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 an ins- it's the most insignificant. It's the lowest level. Yeah. He says, "You, the Rush, he's better than you, you Russia, right? But because uh, that, uh, that's what a Russia is. A Russia is is someone who takes and doesn't give. Yeah. So the the that, that's the extreme end. Uh, all the way on the other extreme end, of course, is Hashem who gives and doesn't, doesn't take anything, right? And then everything else falls somewhere along that uh, that spectrum." Um. Yeah. Okay. So, Lufikach, Kasher who no saying. Hachila vishtia laacher humiskarev elamadrega helokis vehu miskarev elashem yisborach. So you get closer to Hashem. So if we if we if we compare, let's say, um, angels, right? So angels. They also need they also need a, a parnasa, right? But but they're in, but they're much more of a conduit. They spend most of their day directing bracha and hashgacha into the world, right? And they kind of, that's really what they live off of. I mean, again, like we said before, like a pipeline, right? Okay. Um, so Ubaam Ubaam Kasher Lonosnu Lechem Vemayim Li Yisrael. The fact that they didn't give 
food to the Jewish people, b'mashe hayu krovim tchila el Hashem is borak. So the fact that they used to be close to Hashem as a result of being the sons of Lot, who was from Haran, the brother of Avraham, who actually was his right-hand man in trying to bring monotheism into the world, and died from the Kivshana Eish of Nebuchadnezzar. So because of this, they became, they became distant from Hashem. Vezehu gam kein she'amor ki hamida hazos mishra shechina al nevi'e ba'al shehu ma'ila loki. So they get a divine connection. They get a prophecy through it. Lekach mevi ha'shechina af she'eno re'u'i lo. So that brings a shechina to a person. Mikol mokom mitzad she'ra'u'i lishechina she'yesh lo ma'ila loki's so even though he's a Russia, even though he's not really worthy in that regard, but he's a mashpia. So being a mashpia, that's a fundamental closeness to Hashem. And finally, like Micha, who also chesed litin gamkein. Midas hadin ma'alim ha'ayin mimeno ve'ino hegimo bedin. So just like he is doing chesed, he's going with nimishur sadin. He's being acting spiritually. He's not acting like a rasha, which is the cause for din. So in this regard, even though in other regards he is, so that is a reason to be. Um, to save him from the din. Okay, so we'll stop here. From we'll pick up Blinader next week from Uma Amru. Okay, any questions? Okay. Very good. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah, wonderful. Okay.